Hey friends, um, this is kind of weird. This is where two of my audiences are going to meet each other. Um, so this is going to be my podcast episode and my follow-up video at the same time. Now to the people who watched my previous video, um, I started a podcast recently and in this episode I'm going to talk about addiction and I'm also going to follow up on our previous video. And to the people who listen to my podcast, namely nobody, Jesus, <laughs> um, yeah, I used to struggle with addiction, uh, mainly cannabis and, well, smoking normal cigarettes as well, overeating, a little bit of gambling, but mostly cannabis. And it was really, 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 really hard to get over. It was so, so hard. And now I'm 23 months sober from it. And I am going to talk about that ride. I'm going to talk about what happened because it is not easy. It's not like when you quit cannabis, when you quit weed, it is not something easy. No, you're thinking like, oh, it's easy. It's just like, oh, you have to fight the cravings. No, there's a lot of physical symptoms and mental symptoms that come that you think you're going to have a heart attack. And I'm going to be talking about this today. Okay, so let's start. Let's go back to the beginning when I was having my well, everything. Well, let's start. Wait, I was going to start when I quit weed. We should go a little before that. All right. So, um, I started smoking weed four years ago or something. And then I started, like, I started smoking it every day for two years, maybe. Something like that. Uh, at the beginning, it was, like, all fun and games. But then I was like, huh, I can't get through the day without one without a joy without two without three you know i wanted to say like no no it's okay it's only on the weekends and then oh no it's fine it's only at night and then i was like in the morning drinking coffee and which reminds me wait where's my coffee all right there we go yeah oh yeah that's the stuff yeah drinking coffee and smoking a joint and then i was like super satisfied with my life until everything started being too much so, and I'm going to explain to you what happened. Any minor inconvenience, I would go crazy. I can't, I can't do anything. That's it. Like, any minor inconvenience. My depression and anxiety just were skyrocketing. I didn't even know what anxiety was back then. Or, well, I knew what depression was. I just thought it was like super, like, oh, being sad. I didn't know depression was actually a thing. <laughs> I didn't know anything about mental health, actually. Anyway. And then I used to have a little breakdown, not a panic attack, just a breakdown. Every time something happens, and then I'm like, okay, I need weed right now to get over it. And then I get over it after I smoke weed. Anyway, I decided to quit because, you know, I wanted to get better. November 3rd, that was my day. <sighs> the next day, I go to the hospital. <laughs> Why? Because I thought I was having a heart attack. Yeah, I know, right? I go to the hospital, and they're like, you're fine. I'm like, check my heart, check my... Like, my arm is numb. My left arm is numb. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't do anything. I was just, like, in pain. Um, numb and in pain at the same time, if you can believe it, folks. Um, anxiety. I didn't even know what anxiety was. Um, just going crazy. Just fucking going crazy. I couldn't breathe. I could not breathe. No, no, no. You don't understand. I couldn't breathe. Anyway. The doctor told me you're just having an anxiety attack. And I'm like, what? What's an anxiety attack? What the fuck is that? Like, I've heard about it, but I didn't know what an anxiety was. So, um, yeah, it was an anxiety attack. After they released me from the hospital, 
I was having an three or four anxiety attacks a day. Um, you can stick around. I'm gonna just gonna talk about my journey, but after the journey, I will explain to to my knowledge what what really happened, like how cannabis can affect the brain. Well, it's actually any addiction, but can, we're talking here about cannabis. And at the end of the episode, we're going to talk about... So I think I'm going to go like through my journey because everybody here from the video just wants to know like how I dealt with it. And after that, I want to explain why, how cannabis affected. How does it affect people scientifically? And after that, I'm going to explain... I'm going to talk about addiction in general and what led me and everything, you know? Uh, let's go. Um, so... <clears throat> The first, okay, guys, I know what you're thinking. You're probably thinking, like, this is hard. This is not going to work. Like, I can't I can't do it. But, guys, please, please hang in there. You can do it. I promise. It's so, it's the hardest thing. Like, I'm going to tell you right now. It's the hardest thing. Like, getting through these two years was the hardest thing of my life. Nothing could be worse. Okay, so, I'll start. So, first. It was anxiety attack every day, like three times a day. I couldn't sleep. That's like, I'm just talking about the first 10 days. That's your, that's going to be your first period. The first 10 days. Um, yeah, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't uh, sleep. I used to pace around the house to just calm myself down. I, I was losing my mind. I was in constant fear of everything. My heart was just like beating for no reason. And then my worst enemy started. Um, acid reflux. Acid reflux. Oh my god, acid reflux is the worst thing ever. It stayed with me. I'm sorry, I don't want to discourage you guys who are just leaving weed, but it stayed for a year and a half. A year and a fucking half. I know, I know, I know. But it gets better with time. It gets better with time. Um, so a year and a half. Jesus, yeah. So I couldn't eat anything <clears throat> without... Um, having acid reflux and so many symptoms. Oh my god. So, the first 10 days were the worst. And after that, it, depression, like, I got really sad. I started crying, emotional breakdown, still anxiety attacks. Don't worry. Just like maybe once a day instead of four times a day. Um, my sleeping was horrible as well. I thought, I was telling myself, this is going to stay for more than a month. I can't live. I'm going to kill myself. Um, you guys, I can't, you can't imagine the pain. You can't imagine the pain. The depression and anxiety, like, you just go fucking crazy. Um, you feel like you're dying literally all the time. Um, yeah. So, after that, well, smokers also know this, but anxiety has something to do with it, but also smokers. When you quit smoking, you get a lot of sores in your mouth. Which was so scary and also like super bad because like you can't eat anything. You can't really eat anything because you have sores in this your mouth. Your mouth is healing. But also anxiety does do it as well. So together they're just like, yeah, I couldn't put anything in my mouth without hurting. Um, so yeah. What else? Yep. So yeah. Oh, what else? I should probably pause it to think. No, I'm not going to pause it. Fuck it. Okay. And then after that. I started, yeah, the, yeah. You get these vivid dreams. You get, you get this acid reflux. Your, oh my god, your stomach hurts for no fucking reason. Uh, oh, oh, oh yeah, and your all your arms. Like this is for the first three months. All your arms and your legs literally start shivering for no reason. Like, and you're like, what the fuck? Am I dying? 
Is this how I die? Anyway. Um, okay, also, quitting weed is like quitting... It's like wiping your memory clean of everything. You get all the anxieties. You get social anxiety. You get um, getting out of the house anxiety. You get, you get like, scared of things you weren't scared before. Like, like, I was never scared of getting on a plane. I was never... Not scared, just anxious about going out or whatever. But suddenly, I felt like I can't stay away from my house for more than an hour. I can't be with someone else for more than an hour. I couldn't, like, me driving. I didn't. I never had driving anxiety. I had to do that again. And that's the thing. It's like, um, you have to learn it all over again. So don't be discouraged. It's cannabis basically wiped everything clean for you, and you have to learn everything again. You have to learn how to get out of the house. So maybe like start with an hour a day and then two hours a day and then three hours a day um, until you reach like, oh, I don't care if I'm outside my comfort zone. You know, it's going to take a while, but you can do it. I did it, you know, like I'm here. Now I'm good. Now I'm good as new. That's the thing. It's temporary. Uh, working out also helps. Everything helps. Like everything healthy helps. Don't drink coffee. Don't drink energy drinks. Anything that will fuck up your anxiety. Just eat healthy. Your body, that's what it needs right now. You just fucking eat healthy. Every, oh my god, tinnitus. Don't get me started on fucking tinnitus. You get this ringing in your ear. And sometimes you get this, like, sharp noises, like knives and spoons. They set off your ear. Like, it get, makes it a little, like, like, like something like this. Um, it's so scary. It's so, the level, of, but you're not dying. That's the thing. You don't have a, oh, oh, the worst symptom. The worst symptom. Brain fog. You get brain fog, that shit doesn't go away for a while, let me tell you. The first three months is the worst. Then the brain fog goes a little less. Anyway, I'm sure this is the worst symptom for everybody. Um, the brain fog. So to people who don't know what brain fog is, it's uh, when you feel like you're drunk or high, but without the good feeling. You know when you're drunk, like you feel tipsy or whatever, or you're high and you feel tipsy or whatever, like you're not. You can't think, you can't focus, you can't concentrate. It's like that, but usually you have a good feeling when you're drunk. You don't get the good feeling, you get a bad feeling with this. So imagine, you're like, just not, con you can't concentrate. You think like you have a brain, ca brain cancer. You literally think you're, you have brain cancer. Everybody I've talked to who, who has pause, which is what I'm describing right now, which is post-acute um, withdrawal syndrome, which is just not just for cannabis, it's for a lot of drugs, including alcohol. Um, it's very, yeah, po yeah, pause. It's called pause. Look it up. Post-acute withdrawal syndrome. Um, brain fog is the worst. Anyway, I'm going to describe what's going to happen to you. Don't worry. Just let me get through the, the most annoying side of symptoms. Um, yeah, it's mostly like getting anxiety out of everything. Anxiety is the worst. Yeah, that's the... And I get having so much energy and it all goes to anxiety. That's why you need to put your energy somewhere, you know? Um... Yeah, that's uh, pretty much it. Now let me describe to you what my symptoms were. Well, l let me just tell you something. There's something called a wave. That's what's going to happen to you. There, you're going to have good waves and bad waves. The first three months is basically just a, a big bad wave. Like, you're just always horrible. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's like maybe your second week or something. And you're scared. But it's going to get better, I promise. So first of all, the first three months is just bad. But you're going to get your first... You're going to have one good wave, one small good wave, which is going to last for a few days, maybe, uh, during those three months. You get this, and then you feel a little more normal, you know, and then you feel bad again. <laughs> and then in your fourth month, you get, your, your good wave becomes like maybe five days a month, you know, and then 
it's maybe seven days a month. By the eighth month, it's probably half bad, half good. And then until your two years, maybe a year and four months, maybe that's like, that's the, the average healing. Um, the good waves just get more and the bad waves get shorter, but you're still going to have a bad wave. But don't be discouraged if you're a year sober and you got a bad wave, it can happen. Um, it, the, the bad waves are not going to be more than three days at that point. So it's okay. A bad wave is like literally when you, when all your symptoms come back, that's it. It's just recalibrating. Your brain is just recalibrating. That's it. That's it. That's all. Don't be scared. It means you're healing. Every bad wave you get is healing. If you feel bad right now, it means it's healing. Okay. And when you get a good wave, that's the result of the healing. Okay. But trust me, every time after your bad wave is over, your brain is just, just upgraded. It just upgraded. It just got better. It's recalibrating. The brain is like, oh, wait, let me, um, let me get new chemicals. Let me recalibrate because, oh, ugh, let me see. Like, usually when I feel this bad, I'm getting weed, but I'm not getting weed. So I need to work. I need to get my own chemicals. And then the bad wave is over and then you get the good chemicals. That means the brain did its job. And then the next bad wave is like, oh, ugh, my supply is low again, you know, and it gets more supply each time. Um, I'm going to explain that later, whatever. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Yeah, that's it. Not, no, that's not it. <laughs> it's not over. My worst, worst, worst thing was um, acid reflux. That lasted a year and a half um, because your gut, your, yeah, well, I'm going to explain it later. But uh, basically, I felt like I couldn't breathe. I felt like I was always burping, like air was stuck inside of me. Um, I thought I was having an, like an asthma attack. It was horrible. Even after a year and four months, I couldn't eat anything. I mean, I could eat some stuff, but like anything that was harder, I would also, I would start having anxiety attacks after I eat food because it's like too heavy on my food. So I, so I started eating vegetarian. It helped a little bit. Now I can eat meat again, but really take care of your stomach. Your stomach is your second brain and you need to fucking take care of it. If you have any questions, please like ask me. It's fine. Um, please, please ask me like, cause, oh, and the best thing you can do right now, the best thing you can, you can do to help yourself is talking about it you have to talk about it go to therapy or talk to other people who've been through it because i know i couldn't have done it without all the people that helped me and told me it was normal because that's the thing when you th when you go through it and you have nobody you think you're going crazy that's what you you fucking think you're going crazy it's not matter um now i'm a one year and 11 months in one month which is november the third 2021 I'm going to have my two-year sober anniversary from cannabis. So I'm really, really, really excited about that. Um, it takes almost two years to for your brain to recalibrate from cannabis use, from chronic cannabis use. Like, because if you use it like once a month, like, nothing happens. Um, but if you use it every day like I did, then... Anyway, you have... Anxiety and you have anxiety and depression like you have a, that's a spectrum Some people have chronic whatever, but it's a spectrum when you use cannabis every day you supply you supply your um, Endocannabinoid system with cannabis uh, with cannabinoids actually with endocannabinoids and um, Then your brain stops producing it. That's what happens. It stops producing it so on its own it gets used to it so um, so when you stop your weed suddenly, your brain doesn't know what to do. So anything can set off your anxiety. Anything can set off your 
your depression. You don't. You can't. Your brain needs to do it. You needs to um, needs to fight the anxiety and depression. I can't anymore. It forgot how how to because it's been so long that it's that you've been depending on weed. And I'm sorry, but yeah, you gotta you gotta go with it. You gotta like get through it. And the worst thing you can do is relapse. It's okay to relapse, but please just throw away. Maybe you have some weed or you're thinking about relapsing or whatever. Like, oh, I can't take this anymore. I really need weed. I can't take this anymore. No, no, you can do it. This is a disease. Addiction is a fucking disease and you need to get through it. I'm not preaching like, oh, you need Jesus, whatever. I don't believe in the super. Well, I don't believe in like, oh, religion is my higher power. Like, no, no, you're your own higher power. Just you can do it. I promise you, you can do it. I did it. Um, it's gonna be hard, but you can do it. Anyway, um, what else? Okay, yeah, the second thing I really want to talk about is your gut. Your stomach. Your gut and your brain are so connected. Your gut is actually your second brain. Because we evolved from... It used to be an actual brain, but that, now it's like... It, there's still a lot of hormones inside of it, and neurotransmitters and your brain and your gut are so connected so when your brain is anxious your gut is anxious when your gut is anxious your stomach doesn't function well it becomes you get uh, acid reflux for example which gives you more anxiety which it's a cycle then you get more uh, acid reflux like it's all connected so treat your stomach well treat your fucking stomach well so your brain can be treated well and treat your brain well so your stomach would treat you well. Just fucking treat them. It's just two years. It's just two years. Hell, it's just one year. Hell, it's just three months. Three months is the hardest. And then that's like the hardest, hardest. And after three months, it becomes medium. And the last year is kind of easier. And then you're good. Just do good by yourself. You did this yourself, you know? Just fix your mistakes. Nobody's going to fix it for you. Trust me. Nobody's going to fucking fix it to you, for you. And when I tell you, when I fucking tell you, that all your friends that smoke weed are all gonna be like, ugh, what are you, why are you doing this? They're gonna leave you. And if you tell them that I'm trying to fix my life and I'm trying to like quit my addiction, they're gonna be like, no, weed is good for you. I promise you they're gonna do that. And yeah, they're gonna do that. They're gonna tell you your weed is good for you. And I'm not addicted. I can quit whenever I want. You can, I cannot. It's an addiction. Just because it doesn't have uh, addicting, um, Addicting uh, material like nicotine or whatever doesn't mean it's not addictive. You're relying on it. When you become reliant on it, that's addiction right there. You can be addicted to weed. Anyway, um, yeah. So uh, I think if you have questions, please ask me. I'm not gonna make it that. I'm not gonna talk that much about my journey. Just know that it's uh, it was the hardest thing ever, and I'm so proud of myself. And so fucking, you will get better. Now, let's talk about the podcast, which is why now, like, I bear my soul and everything. You can stick around, video people, if you want, but mm, whatever. So, hey, guys, what's up? Miss me? Um, so, we're going to talk about... Wait, I need to make a new segment. BRB. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> so, well, let's talk about addiction and why I was addicted to wheat. So, addiction is a disease. I didn't realize that until too late. But basically, I was really stressed all the time. I was going crazy from university. I had my master's. And I started 
for anything. I just, I don't know. I just fucking started um, smoking every day, every day, every day, every day. And everybody kept telling me, like, not everybody, just some tall people, um, kept telling me, hey, you wanna, like, like, I think this is bad for you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, no, it's okay. It's good for me. It's what's keeping me together. Without it, I would fall apart. I know a lot of people would. Like, if a lot of people would hear this, they would say, oh, I actually relate to that. Yeah. It's like, it was the only, it is not your friend. Weed It's not your friend. It is your enemy. It is just like, uh, like, you're probably hurt. Like, I was so hurt. I was so hurt. I was like, how could you do this to me? Like, I trusted you. I defended you to people, you know, to cannabis. I'm talking about cannabis. And then cannabis fucked me up. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. They were right all along. And then I quit. I tried to quit. And it was horrible. It was the most horrible thing ever. And the best part, which is also the worst part, is like all my friends dropped me because I quit. Oh, weed. You'd think like, what? They're, they weren't your friends. But honey, when you're hanging out every day, smoking together and watching comedy and eating eating nuggets. Oh, I want nuggets. I'm going to eat nuggets now. Wait. I'll put it in their fire in a bit. Yeah, when that happens every day, then they stop inviting you because you don't smoke weed. That kind of hurts. But it's also good. But that kind of hurts, you know? But trust me, when you start... Um, when you start... Cutting out the toxic people in your life, that is gonna be very lonely but it's gonna be worth it at the end you just need to have boundaries and self-respect and whatever i'm really i realized a lot of stuff lately that not lately like in the beginning but now i think yeah addiction comes in many forms whether it's weed shopping um anything really um gambling overeating it all comes from somewhere like Usually it's like running away from responsibilities or running away from stuff that you need to deal with. I guess then it was my masters, but also like I was really insecure. I was really really insecure. I think I'm still a little insecure. Like I'm wait I have way higher self esteem, but I'm still a little insecure. But back then I was I was like okay we can take it away. Weed can make me satisfied. Um, eating overeating also can make me happy. Um, yeah. And now I have to, to get my shit together. Well, I did get my shit together, more or less. But anyway, nobody was there for me. But, um, there was a TV show that helped me through it. I know this episode is not funny. And I don't know if you're listening or not, but this is just like a let's be vulnerable moment. A show called Mom on CBS. Um, starring Anna Ferris, the fucking legendary funny queen, Anna Ferris, and Alison Jenny. Um, they were so funny. It's about uh, women in recovery. Well, so they're all ex-addicts and alcoholics, and now they're recovering. But they make fun of their problems, and that's where, that's what inspired me to keep going. Actually, I wanna, I wanna, I, I want you to listen to something. Wait, one second. Okay, this is the part. I listened to this part, I was watched this part actually, and it really helped me, like, it, it made me stop, it made me know that I had a disease, because it was so fucking true, wait, listen, okay guys. I used to jump through hoops to justify in my mind why I could keep drinking. 
I thought, I haven't been drunk in front of my son. I haven't lost my job. I haven't wound up in jail. So it's not so bad. I don't need to stop. What I didn't realize then was that I should be adding yet to the end of all those sentences. I haven't lost my job yet. I haven't been to jail yet. I started doing things that I swore I'd never do. Things started happening that I swore would never happen because of my drinking. But instead of changing my ways, I did what any good alcoholic would do. I just kept lowering the bar. <laughs> Finally, couldn't get any When I got to these rooms, my family wouldn't talk to me. I had no friends. I had no job. I was homeless and living in a box. And I had roommates. <laughs> to the newcomers, your story may not look like mine, but if you're here, I would venture a guess that things probably aren't going so well. And I want you to know this program works at your bottom is whenever you stop digging. Okay, so that was fucking beautiful. <laughs> um, fucking amazing. Fucking amazing. That's like, it's a, it's a show about people making fun of their problems and how they get better and really inspire me. Um, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with this. I'm just, I just know that addiction really comes from somewhere really, 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 really deep. Like, you're fucking, everything bad. Just... You know, I still am not, I'm not, I'm not amazing, I'm not amazingly, um, I don't agree exactly with who I am, I'm not exactly on the same page, I, I, I don't know, I accept myself, I know I accept my personality and everything, it's just that, why do I feel like, I have so many problems. I have so many problems. And I only realized this after I quit weed. But weed, my addiction. I'm not going to even say weed because let's talk about it. It's the addiction, really. Addiction really masked a lot of my problems I have, that I had. Um, like, I always wanted to be the smartest. I, I was raised in a very competitive household. I always wanted to be the smartest, the prettiest, the... Um, I just wanted to, I, I don't know, I, had, I was really insecure about my looks, about my intelligence, about my humor, about my personality, about my likability, about my success rate, you know, like when you're, even when you're young, like, I don't know, I was 22 or 23, I was like, why don't I have a job yet, why don't I, you know, like, like, jam, chill, it's not a race, but everybody just, you know, LinkedIn shows you all the people succeeding, and Instagram shows you all the people being pretty, Facebook shows you all people having fun, and you're not. It's all fake. I know it's all fake. Well, it's not all that fake, you know. But you just want to, you know, you 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 just hate yourself. And addiction, that's what it. And then addiction just fucking makes it worse because temporarily you feel better, but you're just ruining. You're sinking more and more low. And damn, Ugh, I don't know. Yeah, that's uh. 
now I'm dealing with stuff and obviously I'm not I'm not gonna like keep talking about this. I'm gonna Don't worry, we're gonna go back to the funny episodes after this episode. <laughs> but um yeah, I wasn't really I wasn't my I don't know. I don't know, I have a lot of problems. My god. Um well uh, I I'm working through it. I'm working through it. We're gonna talk about them later. We're gonna talk about them. We're not gonna just gonna talk my problems i'm just gonna talk about in general about traumas and stuff and i feel like this is a this is a you know what so after nandor you're gonna do you did it you got through the fucking hardest thing in your life the hardest thing in your life so you should be proud and i know you're crying in your bed right now and i know it's horrible what happened but you can do it you did this you did this is a horrible thing for two years. You can do this too. It's temporary. Just like your addiction. Your, I mean, you're recovered now. Your addiction addiction's forever. But your recovery, just like your recovery. You got through this. You got through this one hard thing. You got through recovery. So, oh, to the people who don't know what After Nandor is. After Nandor is... Um, I have to listen to episode one. Uh, After Nandor is... This is this is before Nandor. So this is before the big thing. And then uh, there, I just know something really bad is going to happen to me later in life. Something really, really bad is going to happen. And I'm just going to... I just talk about all the bad things that did happen to me in life and make fun of them. And and me... And, and just tell the future me that, hey, I can get through it. I got through that, you know? And so I can get through whatever the fuck is going to happen next. So I know he's listening now because, you know, it's the future. <laughs> this is my form of time traveling. Uh, traveling with the positive vibes, am I right, folks? Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. And uh, you got through addiction. You can get through this, okay? You got it. You got it, bitch. So for the outro, I'd like to put on a song that I used to listen to every day. Um, when I quit, this is the song. It's called "Control" by Zoe Vase. Okay, so 
that's uh <laughs> yeah that i used to listen to that because losing control was yeah how i felt i just felt like i was in the back seat the whole time and somebody else was driving my life and i lost control and now i have it back and uh, that's something you can do too so till the next time and i promise because i made this one sad i'm gonna make the next episode really really funny okay bye